so so last week, uh, either last week or the week before, we did the the Christmas gift guide. I, we split it into two two parts, mm-hmm. and on there I spoke about uh, Barista Hustle. One of my recommendations was Barista Hustle, mm-hmm. uh, their website and their subscription for their for their education um, stuff they do online, and I said. Well, actually, let's not just say me. Let's say one of us. Uh, one of us. Nick. One of us said uh, what a crappy website it was, but it was really amazing material. But what a crappy website! And uh, so I got an email from <laughs> the very nice people at Brista Hustle. They said, "Good day, Nick," because they're from Australia. All oh, right. And uh, they probably, I don't know, they didn't say that at all. They, they were very polite. Uh, mm-hmm. They said, "You know, thanks very much. You really great that you recommended us." But about your comments on our website, you know, and I, they actually sort of said, look, mate, we've worked really, really hard on this site. What's wrong with it? I sort of thought back and I thought, you know what? Now I think about it. (laughs) (laughs) It did, you know, it did go through some pretty huge improvements. I went back and looked like, oh yeah, actually it's really good. Now it's absolutely fine. Um, So I have to make a, I have to, on behalf of Max, uh, and myself, <laughs> I have to make an apology to Barista Hustle. Your website's fine, pal. Hey, right. so Max. Hey, Max. Max. So, Max. It worked. Max. <laughs> It'll be a great day because you know why? We've got, uh, we've got a giveaway. We never had a giveaway before. We have a giveaway. We've got a giveaway. Let me tell you. So basically, away. one well, one lucky winner, and we're going to pick somebody by the end of the month. One lucky winner is going to be able to come Ooh. around to your house and pick anything from your kitchen that he likes. Uh, so I've just put the address. I published the address <laughs> on the website. And, uh, uh-huh. and, the, and, and the fun thing is, right, is you never know when. So basically, they can turn up anytime. Mm-hmm. Day or night, in middle of the night, just knock on your mm-hmm. door and come in, and I'll just say, "I'll have, uh, I'll have that, please, Max." Good, um, that, that's good. Yes, <laughs> honestly, Max, this, it'll be worth it because no one's ever done anything like that before. It's going to be huge. Yeah, um, let's do it with, uh, with with your kitchen, though, just because <laughs> I, I think it works better for the feng shui. My kitchen is such a mess; they wouldn't be able to find anything. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> Actually, no, we are giving something away, though. We're giving away an espresso. Yeah. Uh, the, after, after droning about uh, good coffee all the time, we're going to give away an espresso. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, you know what? I, I, I almost gave one to my sister because she, she basically described exactly what she wanted. She said, and, and it, was, it was an espresso machine, except yeah. for that she, said, she said, well, I don't want it in plastic. So um, I'm pretty sure they don't make a solid glass one or something. So, no. um, you know, a chrome plated, you know, espresso machine. So uh, I, I couldn't give her that. But this is actually a great, um, we're going to talk about it today. Actually, we're going to talk about our experiences with it. Yeah, actually, I have, uh, I have a lot to say. And uh, I also have props. Uh-huh. That you will, you will then proceed to describe yeah. as I go. Yeah, green, he's got a bowl full of green um, capsules. Oh, yes. Um, so and we'll I have that. the machine here next to me. It's yeah. just not on the not sitting on the desk because it's a bit bulky, but I yeah. will go over all of that. So let's let's talk about what the giveaway is and what we're going to be talking about today. So it's the yes. we're going to be talking about the new Nespresso machines, the, mm-hmm. the ones using the Virtuo capsules as opposed to yes. the original capsules. And we're going to talk about the coffee. We're going to talk about a little bit about the environmental impact, whether you should be worried about having capsules and the environmental impact of making um, uh, single drink, single serving coffees. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about the build quality of the machines. And mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty much it. So then we're in order to enter the giveaway. There's actually nothing you need to do. You don't need to buy anything. There's, there's no catch. There's no catch that I, I've thought of yet that I can get away with. Uh, it is literally just going to be a case that you can sign up on the, uh, on the site. So we'll have a link in the show notes. And we'll also have a link mm-hmm. in, the, in the YouTube uh, notes as well, if you're watching us on YouTube. And uh, just go to the page and you basically, you can just put your email. We need your email in order to be able to, to notify you, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we won't use it for anything else. And, um, and then you kind of think you're going to extra points by, by sort of sharing it or watching the podcast. You get extra entry tickets, as it were. So you get to increase your chance of winning. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So we'll pick a winner in, in the next couple of weeks. So what we have got, Max... Uh, yes. is a it's called the model is called the Nespresso Virtuo Plus. We bought it from Nespresso Direct, um, mm-hmm. and it came with a hundred different capsules. So we we bought the package 
version. Yes. So that way we could try all the different capsules. And I mean, you had an espresso machine before. Yes, I did. It was the older models. So the one, the one that uh, for which the, the um, I think the patent has expired, and it's the the ones with the. You've probably seen them everywhere with the conical looking um, capsules. And nowadays, those capsules are actually being produced by pretty much every every single coffee producer. In you can find them in um, in stores, so you can find them in Tesco, or for whoever li- listens from somewhere else. From in uh, I don't know. I think you can find them in Costco or uh, anyway anywhere supermarkets. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is because the patent for the for the capsule is expired. Those capsules are, um, they pack quite a bit of coffee and they, they work on the same principle. Uh, I'm going actually to go over the details on how these, cap- these new capsules work. Um, but the old ones, you had the capsule, so you basically have the coffee packed inside these uh, aluminum or can be plastic in some cases. It can be compostable plastic or compostable materials, biodegradable plastics, anything really. Uh, it's compressed into a into a tube, and you have an injector from the back that pushes water into it, and then the water gets compressed. As, I mean, sorry, it doesn't get compressed. The water that cannot get get compressed. Uh, the water is uh, pushed into the capsule, and when it reaches a certain um, a certain pressure, it will then push onto the uh, onto a prickly phase if you mm-hmm. want and that will will uh, pierce the the other the other side of the capsule and le- release all of the coffee extract that you have and that's how the extraction works basically uh, it's it's a very simple and very elegant and very brilliant solution if if you ask me and it's extremely reliable and reproducible so you know what this actually yeah. this actually is one of the strongest points yes is yeah. if you don't want to fuss this thing was something that that really came across to me when I unpacked it and obviously didn't read the manual because I'm a man uh, <laughs> I immediately threw the manual away with disgust and uh, and and then thought well okay I wonder how long this is going to take me to set it up I mean the most difficult thing for me to work out with my ape brain was which way around the uh, the when I put the the little the little tray at the bottom little drip oh, yeah. tray. It's got a nice little mini drip tray. You can even put it at different notches, different yes. levels, depending yeah. what cup you've got, which is also an ingenious little, like, obvious Absolutely. design feature. I would actually save it for a little later for that because I want to go oh. over the machine because the machine, I think, deserves uh, a very, very A real good machine. breakdown. Okay, yes. well, all I want to say is I set it up without the manual and it took me, like, five minutes to, to work mm-hmm. everything out. It is so simple that I really, truly believe that anybody can can plug this in. So it's a great gift for somebody who's maybe not... You know, super technical doesn't want to fuss around with uh, with 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 trying to do a big setup. It is simple, and as you say, it's it's the the build quality is very good, so that you feel it's going to be lasting you for quite some time. Yes, and the one that I had actually, I think I bought in uh, two thousand and ten or thereabout, and. Um, it's been it's been used nonstop for about five six years, and then it's been uh, two years in storage, and then I've used it again. I've started using it again after two years. It just needed a little bit of, of um, uh, decalcification. That was it. But mm. because I wanted to, uh, and um, I I've decommissioned it because uh, first of all I wasn't using it enough, and it developed a leak on the bottom, which is an engineering problem, which I think is present in quite a few of the machines, but it's not uh, specific of Nespresso machines. I have seen this solution in a lot of different machines, so it's it's not something that uh, is related to Nespresso. It's just that mm. it's it's the way that you put the water tank in. Right. And, uh, there's like a little a- rubber seal on there. So yes, the yeah, rubber what- seal. It has to be said there's a, there's like this tall water tank at the back mm-hmm. and i say at the back it's kind of to the back at the side you cannot be more visible like yes. the amount of water in there you can't there's no having to peek under bend down or anything you can immediately see how much water is in there which is quite important because obviously you don't want to be you know wasting yes. a capsule because these these actually aren't that cheap the capsules no exactly i'm going to to uh, 
to the basement and get the prop out. <laughs> One second. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, I actually Based thought you. Were, I actually. Well, I thought you actually thought you were serious by going to the basement for a second, oh, no. and I really wasn't sure what I was going to talk about for five minutes on my own. <laughs> but you, you meant you just. It's there. Okay. Yeah, I have it here. Okay, so basically Max is just scrambling around in his hands and knees under the desk like a true engineer, bringing yes. out something that we can't really see. Uh, but no, he's going to move the camera in a second. The, the... Give me a second. I'll plug it in as well because yeah. it deserves okay. it. All right. Right. So. And there's how many buttons on this thing? There's basically there's one two, button. There's, there's two buttons. There's the button to open it and the button to turn it on. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So yes. uh, this it's is about buttons. as simple as you can kind of get. Yes. So I apologize to the viewers uh, because I actually had all the best intentions. I have uh, two <laughs> yes. actual cameras set up <laughs> and we, I was yeah. unable to connect them and stream to it. So I will actually do some lifting here in uh, uh, for my for my own punishment mm -hmm. and uh, show the camera show the, the 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 machine to the camera while Nick will kindly describe what I'm doing. <laughs> Okay, do I have to put on like an assistance voice? Because I, I, I'm not sure I do that very well. And if I did do it very well, it might, <laughs> it might scare, it might scare people. No, I, I think you're all right. Okay. So Max is, <laughs> Max is just holding up lift a the, lovely the, the shiny black Nespresso yeah. machine. <laughs> okay, this is Max really can't lift up the black. Okay, Max is lifting up a black. Right. So you have a uh, quite a compact machine here. You yeah. See. It, it's something. It's like a little, it's like a little, it's like a monolith, uh, yeah. a, a tiny little black plastic monolith, but with rounded corners. Yeah. It, and then it a little, fits very well in pretty much any kitchen. Yeah. It's, yeah. It doesn't take up a lot of space. No. I would say that little water um, silo on the side yes. maybe takes up a little bit more, but it's, it's nothing much. Aha. Actually, funny you should mention that because the water silo on the side, I'm going to turn uh -huh. it around. Yeah. Spins around. I didn't know that. You can move it. It oh, is brilliant. So oh, they've really designed that quite well. I didn't know that. Maybe if I read the manual. Put it, uh, well, it's just, uh, it's, oh, oh my God. Stuff okay, so you here. can actually, so what you actually get, the, the, this silo, this clear plastic silo on the side. Yes, that you comes off it, with a click. comes off because that's how you, yeah, I was actually pouring another good feature. So basically, this clear plastic silo on the side yes. uh, is removable so you can fill it with water and clean it. Yes. Um, uh, which I actually... didn't know initially, but uh, but 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 um, it also sits on a little platform which yes. swivels side to side. So if it's not convenient to have the water tank on the left, you can have it on the right or vice yeah, versa. And you can also adjust the cable on one side or the other. So right. these, it's literally, it's extremely flexible. You can, you can really put it wherever you like, wherever you have space. It's almost like they thought about how people are going to use it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's the really criticism well that we've designed. had of other, of other kind of coffee companies and, and, I would say quite a few, they, yeah. there doesn't seem to be a huge amount of innovation. Um, and I, I know some people are going to shoot me down because there are, of course, some coffee companies that are, are innovating, but there's an awful lot that are not. Yes, but also they make you pay a lot for the design sometimes, while these is a nice, I mean, it's a piece of plastic at the end of the day. It's nothing mm. special, but it looks nice. It's, it looks neat. Yeah. Something you want in, in, on the counter, it looks quite neat. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite modern and contemporary looking, and you yeah. can get them in different colors as well. I mean, I went for the black because I thought that would be, you know, yeah. the least inoffensive uh, color. Most people would uh, would be all right with that, um, but it, it actually fits in very well, pretty much with with most kitchens. Mm -hmm. um, then you have your little tray, which yeah. is, to be honest, is not very big. And and one of the gripes I have with it is that uh -huh. you have these uh, hex. Yeah, things. it's like a little honeycomb. Yeah, well, honeycomb, honeycomb uh, part of the drip tray. So it's like yeah. a little semicircular tray made out of plastic with mm -hmm. a honeycomb kind of top on it. Yes, and I, I just noticed that there is a way of grabbing it. It took me a while to figure out how the hell to remove it. I didn't even know that either. To clean it. Okay. Because I like to wash inside because you have coffee sitting in there and then it eventually we form a little bit of a biofilm and it just it's easier to scrub it and clean it. Uh-huh. So... You can remove it quite easily. The way I like it, I like this is that mm. you have several steps here. I'm going mm. to lift it again. 
Oh, well. Please don't drop it. Yeah. So you have several little notches that you can put it in, there. depending upon what cup size you've yeah. got. That's right. And you can set it at different height. It looks like and, you're hugging uh, it. Yes, I'm uh, struggling. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on the back here, you have your uh, capsules. Right, where it collects uh, the capsules. The capsule collector the capsule. snaps really quite satisfactorily. Yes, uh, it's actually quite nice. There is a magnet in it. There's a little magnet in there, so it just kind of snaps into place. Which yeah. um, and probably there's, a, there's also a sensor that tells the machine if the if it's the catch is there or not. Yeah. yeah. So I think all the more what we're trying to say is it's actually a very well designed machine. Absolutely. There is a button here. That's the only button you press, yeah. literally. Uh, you you press that and you turn it on. It heats up at the speed of light. And that yeah, is because it's very quick. Yes, that is because Nespresso machines, they have actually the boiler. It's not really a boiler, but it's a serpentine. Yeah. So you have a, a block of aluminum that gets heated up, and inside that there is a copper pipe that runs into it and will heat up the water. Basically, it's a heat exchanger. Yeah. Isn't that the kind that. of the same way as the Sage, a lot of the Sage or Breville's work? Um, I believe so. Don't know. Save that for later. I believe so. We'll, uh, let's go right. and check that out later. I believe that's uh, that's how some of the lower end uh, okay. breast, uh, thingamies work. Rebels work. It's yeah. very possible, actually. It's it's the most efficient way of heating up water while it comes in. Yeah. Uh, so it will heat up the water very efficiently, a lot, actually. It's going to get very hot. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the water is just uh, pressed into the into the capsule that you put in there. So if you want to open it, mm -hmm. you have this little thing, which is brilliant, which is motorized. I kept on making the mistake of trying to lift the lid. You don't. Yeah. You just push the button yeah. it's and a button. it comes up. And it comes up. Those fancy and car is, boots. And there is a very, very, very cool, I don't know if you can see it here. Yeah, yeah. There's a very cool engineer piece that will, when it goes down, it just opens up like that. Yeah. Like so. Yeah. And when it comes up, it, it, it grabs the capsule and it drops it on the back. So you don't even yeah. have to touch the capsule or yeah do it. that's right so basically so we're, we're we've got this we got this like it's like this mouth you touch the button the whole wow. top part of the espresso and the espresso machine comes open and you've got a little gray uh cup in there mm -hmm. where you put the capsule it can only go one way around so you can't even screw that up um so you put your your capsule in there you touch the button and it closes and when it closes uh it pierces the capsule, which is an important thing to know because once you've closed it, you can't change your mind at that point. Yeah, and, no. and because then your capsule's wasted. Mm -hmm. So once it's closed, it pierces it. And then when you lift it up the next time, it takes the capsule with it and chucks it out the back into the, yes. into the collection bin. So you would see here in, hopefully, you probably don't, you see that. Ah. That is uh, the the capsule piercer, the ca the system that yeah, pierces the capsule. Yeah, some pins, some pins at the top. Yes. So the just pins punch it through the aluminium foil. Yes, the pins will punch through the aluminium foil on the side, and then you have a bigger one that will mm -hmm. punch through it in the center, and that's where the water gets injected. Got you, got you. So it's a very so, straightforward little system, but very yeah, smart. It's actually a very really clever, well very through. elegant, and this is how the capsule looks like once it's been used. So yeah. you have a center, the center hole where the 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 water gets injected and then it goes in. Mm -hmm. Water diffuses into the coffee and then gets expelled from the side once. So you have in injection and extraction from the same side. It doesn't go through anymore. So let's talk about the coffee. Yes. Okay. Because so they've got coffee. many different types of coffee that you can get. Yes. Um, you are obviously limited, more limited than if you go to a roaster and, and buy something independently. Mm -hmm. But they've got a reasonable... Um, they have quite a reasonable variety of coffee and they do taste different. One thing that yeah. I absolutely love with this machine is that it automatically recognizes the, the amount of water. Yeah, necessary. Those. That's correct. So you are stuck to the capsules, and that's one of the things. And uh, that's also what you were saying, I think, offline, that obviously that's how they make money because the machine is probably, they lose money when they make it or they go on par. And this is something I did say that if I was um, a CEO of any co coffee machine maker, hmm. I would go around and bash people with one of these because asking how they 
they can cram all of this technology into a coffee machine that costs a tenth of what we, yeah. we make. So just to be just to be clear, so we bought this in the UK from Nespresso. I think we paid yes. about seventy nine pounds for it, which is about you know eighty bucks, something like that. Yeah. So so for the amount of technology uh, that's packed into that machine, the build quality, they're not making any money. Um, I think that included shipping as well, by the way. Yeah. Oh, and that included the hundred <laughs> capsules. I mean, there's no way they're making money on that. Absolutely. Um. So so clearly, the idea is to get you get you hooked into the system mm -hmm. and once you're on the system they've got the annuity revenue of you buying yes, there. which is i mean fair enough to be honest it's a fair point yeah. um the experience of making coffee with these is absolutely fantastic it's the easiest way that you can make coffee with and literally you don't even have to look at the coffee that it comes out you just need to be to be sure that you put a cup that is big enough you put because, the right size cup in yes because as you see here, there's a barcode on the rim of the capsule mm -hmm. and the machine will recognize automatically what size that is and yeah. it will then deliver the right amount of water. I actually went ahead and weighed out how much liquid was coming out mm -hmm. and it was within tolerance plus or minus one gram. Yeah, which it's is very plus accurate. or minus one ml. It's really, really good. I've got a 220 ml cup or glass. Um, mm -hmm. and it would fit it to the top every time precisely. Yes. Um, so you're actually right. So the different you'll notice actually on the capsules, some of the capsules are different sizes. Mm -hmm. And uh, so- They pack different coffee sizes. They have different coffees and different, uh, different. Um, so if you're going for a cappuccino or a lungo or something along those lines, you have more coffee in there, an Americano then you'll have a bigger capsule that will have more coffee because you're going to have, um, if you want to maintain the sort of a similar coffee to water mm -hmm. ratio, you're going to need more coffee granules in there. But one of the interesting things, and we'll, we'll come on to this in a bit, we're talking about the environmental impact yes. uh, element of it. But one of the interesting things is that they actually don't use as much coffee in their capsules as, yes. as say, we do when we're making an espresso. Mm -hmm. So There's very little coffee. So, for example... I happen to have a prop here. <laughs> uh huh. Another one. I'm back to being your, your assistant for the, for the people listening to explain. So I have performed a, a bit of surgery here. So I have a um, capsule. So Max is holding up a, a, a capsule that he's autopsied. <laughs> so I have a capsule of Stormio, which is. Uh, so one of the good things of these capsules in general is that they're sealed. So the coffee will not go stale, it's just going to stay there and be equilibrated in its own atmosphere. Yeah. So I assume that they pack them in protected atmosphere. So probably they're they packed use nitrogen, nitrogen or something, don't they? Yeah. yeah. They're mm -hmm. packed under nitrogen, but anyway, they will produce CO2 coffee, should produce CO2. Then it really depends on what kind of coffee you put in. And that is, I think, it's the only thing I can actually take them down on. Uh, anyway, so you have this, the sealed capsule. If you open it, you will see that now you probably can't appreciate it from a webcam, but you have a very, very dark roast here. Yeah, it is. Extremely dark it's, roast. It looks, like, it looks like sort of that kind of dark earth, dark soil. Yes. Um, and it's quite, um, quite coarse. I'm, I'm going to try, and I am very well aware that now the Stormio is, um, so they've got fancy names. I have to say, all their yeah. names sound like they've been inspired by Harry Potter. And, <laughs> yes. Right? Am, am I right? <laughs> yes, they are like I'm, enchantments in Harry Potter. They are. They all sound like spells that you're going to throw out at people. Yeah. Um, so. but, uh, but the Stormio one is a, an Americano, if I remember correctly. Yes, it's a 230 ml. So it's an yeah. Americano style. And uh, as you can see, the coarseness is quite, uh, it's quite, it's quite significant. I mean, it's quite, yeah, coarse. it's quite a coarse grind. I think I would be probably grinding this size for capping or thereabout. Mm -hmm. Probably a little, a little smaller than capping, but definitely I wouldn't use these for espresso. Obviously, these are all pressurized porta filters, porta filters, sorry. These are all pressurized extractions. Yeah. So in a pressurized porta filter, these might actually work. I don't have a pressurized portafilter at home, so I, that would, would have been one of the experiments I would want to do. Mm -hmm. I didn't weigh this particular one, but I think more or less they are between seven and nine grams. That's of, right, of, yeah. In total. Sorry, uh, of, 
of coffee. So you probably have one or two grams of uh, of the. Capsules. I believe it's about seven grams of coffee. I'm yeah, sure I read somewhere seven little. grams of coffee, which isn't is kind of crazy. I mean, okay, you know, seven grams is this is the seven grams is a single dose. Yeah, yeah, is the single yeah. dose of um, the classic Italian cafe, uh, right? Twacky thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've got, let's just talk about the, the, the quality, the taste for a second. So yes. we're very happy because obviously at this stage, people are obviously thinking that we're, we're, um, that we're shills for, uh, for an espresso mm -hmm. that they've paid us to do this, uh, this thing. Um, but they haven't, we haven't been paid by anybody. We paid our yeah. own money to buy this stuff. Uh, so we so, can say so we can say that we didn't really like the coffee. No, it was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> so the coffee is actually really bad. Coffee is pretty yeah. bad. And no, actually, having it's said that, really sorry. Let, let, let's 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 be fair. That the coffee's on a range, right? Yes. So yes. the first coffee I had, I absolutely hated it. I I, yes. I thought, how am I going to finish this review? Listening to all these coffees, I literally, it it almost made me ill. How yes. how bad it was? I really They're didn't like it at all. It, it, it was a burned. It was a burned, bitter kind of taste. I thought mm -hmm. this is awful. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I can't believe I'm going to. Anyway, then I tried. I went through, and I forced us to a few more. I actually came across a few that yes. were okay. Yeah, there are some that are actually okay. For example, the Altissio, uh, the violet one, mm -hmm. used to be one of my favorites in the previous. Um, style coffee and they normally tend to do also some limited editions coffees which are normally quite nice mm -hmm. they're more expensive they're expensive capsules i mean you're probably looking at 50 50 60 pence per <clears throat> capsule which is yeah expensive. i think they're i think they're just over 50 pence yes uh, those ones the, the special edition ones they tend to be actually significantly more expensive but anyway they, they're worth it they're, they're actually quite nice the the violet one is one of, was one of my favorite. And when you say uh, violet, was, what you're talking about is the, the capsules the, color. So yes, they, the they color code color, them so that you know which which type of coffee you're drinking. Yes. So in case you get them all mixed up in a bowl or something like that. Yes, they're color coded. Which. Yeah, they're color coded. Um, so the Altissio is I remember it very well because I used to drink it a lot in the previous machine, and I, mm. it used to be one of my favorite. And as soon as I had a sip of it, I literally went, "Oh yeah, I remember this. It's good." And it tasted exactly the same. And that is what you can expect from these kind of uh, machines and these kind of capsules, consistency of flavor. So if you find a capsule type that you like, you can buy a truckload of them and they mm. will be fine for years mm. because they will always be the same. Because as long as the, the roasting is, is, is the same, as long as the coffee that goes in is the same, you cannot mess up the extraction. Yeah, that's right. You can't mess it up, which is yeah. another great thing about it. Exactly. So they've got these different ranges. And one of the things that interested me, I have to say, was uh, we've done a few stories in Bar Talks about the um, an espresso investing in different uh, in different uh, origins, like yeah. Zim Zimbabwe and places. And you telling um, it to, to your neighbors. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 who still try to walk on the other side of the road when they see me. Um, but, uh, but so they, I was interested to test some of the, the single origins and um, they, they, I think we've got one or two in that pack. One's from Colombia, pretty sure. Yes. Right? Yes. And actually, I didn't like it though. you didn't like it. No, I, I actually did like it. It's, it's the bitterness is not there. It's a lot smoother then a, um, uh, a bit bitter but uh huh. it caught me in a moment where i'm actually drinking a lot of pour overs and a lot of light roasts so it probably was a bit yeah we can't trust your opinion you're absolutely right of course. no you shouldn't um, you shouldn't <laughs> so uh i'm just gonna look up i'm on their website right now if i look at by virtuo capsules um, they've got great names though i tell you what kudos to their marketing department for coming up with names like italia pesca uh, Pecan Biscotti, Sweet and Velvety Limited Edition. Who wouldn't buy that? Who wouldn't buy Italian wouldn't. Pecan Biscotti? Okay, I wouldn't because uh, I okay. don't recall Pecan Biscotti. I wait a minute. Mm. Is that Cantuccini? God, no, I wouldn't. It's coffee. It's coffee. Um, it tastes nice. Look, I, they got me with Pecan and then they got me another time with Biscotti. Um, so they would, they would get me if they said coffee. <laughs> 
<laughs> just you know? give me the coffee. Keep your, the keep coffee your biscotti, coffee. mate. Um, <laughs> look, you say, look, okay, let's just let's, let's talk more about their marketing department. Mm-hmm. Ethiopia, cradled in the sun. I love mm. the idea of that. I love the idea that, that actually someone went around and cradled these beans in the sun until yes. they were ready. Uh, that's exactly <laughs> it. And yeah. so they got a number of these different things. So uh, I have to say some of the, the worst one for me, the worst mm. coffee that they had was the Barista Creation. They got these things called Barista Creations. Yeah. It was, I've forgotten what even what it was. Had I think my mind has... Yeah, it was a creme brulee, or I don't know, it was something. It was, yeah. it was, it, it was, it was a the the perfect worst combination of uh, burnt bitterness with fake sweet flavoring. It yes. was pretty awful. Yeah, it was. Pretty uh, so I would stay away. <laughs> Look, they, these are useful when when you have uh, somebody comes around to your house for a dinner party, something you don't like them. Uh, you. <laughs> That's the coffee you, you give slip to them. them one of those. You slip them one of those. Everybody else, you give them the yeah. uh, the Elvazio or yeah. the <laughs> Caffanatio. Uh, uh, <laughs> I still feel like that, um, I'm Harry Potter in here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually seeing sparks and things. Fortado. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's uh, those ones, especially the flavored ones, are the uh-huh. ones that you brew. Yeah, and you're like. Oh wow, this smells good. And then you have a sip of it, and then you realize, oh my god, I have I have another two hundred and thirty ml to go. Yeah, I know. Please, <laughs> there's a lot you know, of maybe sipping. I can maybe I can share this with somebody. Um, so yeah, you try to aggressively share it. You want some? <laughs> you want to try some? <laughs> so I did. I shared some of these around. What was interesting, because we're the wrong people to ask, of course, because we're snobs. Um, yes, true. That is true. Uh, and I have to say. When I was uh, not a snob, when I didn't know anything about coffee, like everybody you know else who's just like a normal person on the street, when I was normal, when you I were normal, go, okay. When I was normal, and I would go to meetings in the meeting rooms at the fancy places, they had Nespresso machines there. Mm-hmm. I always loved the coffee. I loved the Nespresso. So I have to think that because our uh, taste buds, Max, have been elevated to new heights that possibly we're looking down upon this, the, the yes. taste of this coffee. Whereas actually for most people, and I gave this to other people to taste, they went, yeah, it's all right. Uh, in fact, the, the answer was, it's nice coffee. You know, for, for most of the ones, they said it's lacking a little bit of, um, not flavor, what's the word? Sentiment. So there was there there wasn't a lot of complexity in there. It's like, yeah, it's just kind of, it's kind of just coffee, right? But yes, exactly. they put it on par with like something like Starbucks or whatever. So if you're used yeah, to going better, to Starbucks, way better. If, but, okay. To be honest, it's uh, to me is actually better than uh, most of the coffees that I can find in uh, in coffee shops uh, in in, uh, in the franchise chains. coffee shops. Yeah, if you get a nice one, you can certainly go through a few of them here, and you get a yeah. nice one. Um, then they can be better than a lot of coffees I've had in coffee shops as well. Mm-hmm. So whilst on the one hand. You know, we can laugh and say, uh, and say, you know, this is this is way beyond our, you know, below our standards. On the on the other hand, we have to admit that actually, for a lot of people, this would be absolutely fine. It would not even be more than fine. They'd be delighted with if you gave them a cup of coffee from this yeah. machine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that the Fortado was actually quite good. The Fortado wasn't bad. Was again. Very dark mm. roasts. All of these are very dark roasts. And uh, there is a reason bitterness. why the, I... Uh, sorry? The bitterness was the thing I was trying to get yes. rid of. The the, yes. the Burnley bitterness. So some of these had a Burnley bitterness and some of them did. I think the Melozio was also all right. The Melozio was smoother. Was it wasn't as yes, bitter. It was, uh, it was sort of okay. But again, um, you caught me in a in a moment where I'm drinking lots of light roasts. And yeah. I'm actually a little bit surprised, Max, you're not wearing a, a, a parsley, paisley uh, shirt. And I, maybe next, maybe next time you could have a like what? a little, a paisley shirt, like a little silk paisley shirt. On. Ah, because I should be, you know, now that you're drinking florally type uh, pour roses. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm not, I haven't gone that far. Okay. Well, I'll give it a couple more weeks. So, <laughs> so from the coffee side of things, we'd say, depending if you're coming in here from used to drinking specialist coffees, doing your pour overs, perfecting your espressos, you're not going to be happy with this machine. Yeah, no. But on the other hand, if you're like my sister, 
uh, or a lot of other people who just actually want to have a cup of coffee with the least amount of fuss. They don't want any mess. They want mm. to put it, they put the thing in, choose a Malozio, choose a Fortado, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Feel like I want something stronger, something mellower. Put it in, push a button, put the cup in, job done. This is actually yes, very, a very I think it's actually a very good, uh, very good solution for that. Yes. And um, I will actually, I would, I would even go a step further. Oh, would if, you? Yeah, yeah. If you want, of course, always. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, if you actually want uh, to do something even a little more advanced, uh, you, you could go for the older machines. Aha. One of the older machines, which I'm I glad you mentioned this. Yeah. Yes. And, or wait for the new ones, because I don't think that anyone in their right mind would want to exploit a patent just yet. Mm-hmm. unless you can find it from some Chinese store, but I do not take any responsibility for it. I do not know if they exist. I didn't even look. Mm-hmm. Um, to find uh, capsules that you can fill yourself. Mm-hmm. Meaning that, uh, for example, with the old ones, you can buy um, online, I've seen them quite often, uh, metal capsules that you can actually fill with your own coffee. You can have refillable capsules. Yes. You can do that. Um, I'm not sure how great they are. Uh, I actually have somebody, there's a guy who's, I gotta, I gotta tell you, there's a guy, this guy, uh, what's this, guy? this guy, he's, um, he's uh, I have a funny story. He's based out in Denver, Colorado, or he, yeah, he's based out in Denver, Colorado. And uh, he runs a company called uh, Solabev. And they do capsules, right? So um, they're they're into the whole capsule thing. He actually just wrote a story for us because uh, he was in contact with me. I don't know about a month or so ago, and uh, asked me to write a story for us about uh, capsules. Mm-hmm. So he actually did. Check it out on our site because it's quite a good because CBD. Basically, what they're doing is they're actually mixing CBD into capsules. So if you've got so he's a perfect example of if you want to go like wild and hippie and out there yeah, cbd field, stands for cannabinoids oil it does stand for cannabinoids oil that i don't know where the o comes from anyway it's cannabinoids no, no, it's, 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 it's um derivatives uh yeah it's basically it's the non-high element of yeah. uh of cannabis yes so the T- tch i think it is or thc what is THC. it thc, uh, THC, THC makes you principle. makes you wacky and crazy and yep. the CBDs actually are proven uh, in many cases, uh, many, many, many cases to have lots of different benefits depending on the variety and how you grow it and produce it and everything else. Yep. But everything from uh, mental acuity all the way through to uh, helping people with, um, uh, with cancer, uh, to helping people who have um, uh, fits, uh, those sorts of things. Anyway, um, so there's a lot of, you can actually go out and get a Holland and Barrett and you can go to the shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a oils. Uh, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing. You don't have to worry about the police breaking down your door or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. The there's coffee. a very large industry, actually. It's huge uh, industry, huge. Yeah. Um, With a lot in uh, um, hand creams and um, creams. Okay, I'm not about the hand creams. But anyway, the the caps, he wrote this thing about uh, the capsules and CBD in there, which was very interesting. If you went with the old machine, like you're saying, mm-hmm. the sort of thing you could go out and, and although he's based in Denver, Colorado, by the way, when I was training karate out in Denver, Colorado, I was opposite. This is well, 25, no, 30 years ago, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. right? I was, uh, I was, I was living in Denver, Colorado. I went there to train, uh, to train with a, with a, with a, with a grandmaster called uh, Jokunda Namir. And he trained in, um, in East Colfax and uh, Michael's uh, office was literally right opposite me. I used to come out and I'd be opposite his office. I didn't know it obviously at the time, <laughs> but, um, and now we are 30 years later and, uh, and he's writing stories for our website, which is crazy. Um, but uh, I would have to say if I was buying a, if I was buying for me an espresso machine, I would be tempted to go with the, uh, the old, the old version, yes. the old capsules, because you can get quite a large third-party um, uh, network of different kinds of or of different coffees you can put in there. Yes, which should make it a little, quite a lot more exciting. Which is at the end of the day, which is the winning point of uh, non-espresso coffee machines, if you think about it. Yeah, uh, because. The non-espresso coffee machines is, uh, oh yeah, you put your own coffee, but you have to grind it. You have to do everything. Yeah. Those ones, you can actually get 
Ready I've got a problem. I've got a problem with with this is where I I've got a problem with this machine and and uh, the, the way it heats the water. Yes. Right. It's too and hot. It's too hot. Right. <laughs> so no matter what coffee you put in there, yeah. it's going to come out scalding. And I yes. can't help but think that's going to 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 that's probably why it tastes burned. And, yeah. and I, I can't help but thinking that's going to ruin a lot of coffee, no matter how good that coffee is in the capsule. But and I was wondering why. To- I've got a, I've got a theory. Dark roasts, remember. It's dark roast. Oh, okay. That's also a possibility. I had a slightly less um, cerebral thought, which was that uh, most people will not be thinking about warming up their cups. There's no cup warmer on the Nespresso mm. machines. Oh, uh, you're going to just grab a cup from the cupboard, put it in, that cup's going to be cold. Yes. And if you put water in at 93 degrees, I think the chances are it's going to come out. Most people are going to be unsatisfied. They're going to say, my coffee's not hot enough. Uh, what do you think? You have a good point there. I do. I, I don't think physically, I don't think it would be a problem because, I mean, 94 degrees water coming out uh, in a cold cup, it wouldn't go like at 40 degrees or 50 degrees. It's not that you can pour it and drink it right away. <laughs> There's no chance. It's still going to be like, 80, 90 degrees easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, people would actually complain that my, my coffee is not scalding hot. I can drink it right away. This is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we is- had in the cafe, we had a lot of people. We'd make uh, coffees, even though the, the, the cups would be warmed mm-hmm. and the temperature <clears throat> was the temperature. People would, um, would complain. Some, like yeah. some people would come in and they would want it really hot. Um, so there's, there's some kind of association. Get under the machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, put your face right here. So uh, so that was what I'd say. But okay. So let's move on. To the final final element mm-hmm. uh, is talking about the environment because there's a lot of talk about the negative environmental impact of uh, of capsules um, versus uh, you know, grinding your own coffee. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because it's like most things you look at, it becomes so much more complex than it seems at the outset. What you really want to know is you want to know, uh, capsule, what's it made of aluminium? Mm-hmm. Ooh, is that yes. recyclable? Not easy. Ah, that's bad then. Yeah. Sounds that way. It's not true. It's actually not the case. Uh, it's more complex. So mm-hmm. first of all, you mentioned it right off the bat. Um, if you want to take a look at the environment, take a look at the whole of the environment. Don't take a look at one part of it. Yes, the packaging materials is one part of it, right? But the heating. So how much money do you spend on electricity every morning to heat your fancy shiny espresso machine? Exactly. This thing, a fraction of the energy. That's yeah. number one. Number two, a fraction of the amount of coffee, mm-hmm. actually. Um, and coffee itself, growing coffee and wasting coffee is not good for the environment. Number three, you'll actually waste coffee. So you're going to use more of it. So when you're grinding, you're in like, like I do, I always throw away the first few grams because it's been in my grinder overnight and I'm fussy and, you know, I've got retention and all the rest of it, all of that. Plus of course, the cost of the grinder grinding, the electricity in that. Uh So we've got all these different components. I'm snagged. I'm going down, man. <laughs> I just wheeled over my cable. All right. <laughs> I was moving my chair and wondering my, why my head was getting pulled on the side. Um, <laughs> I'm going, Max. I'm going down. Oh, it's over to you. Take over, Max. Make me proud. Uh, and, uh, and so finally, so finally, though, We've also got um, to take into account the packaging. Yes. Now, here's the thing. So a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, you should use biodegradable, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. If I had a lesson on biodegradable this this week. So you may have noticed that you lied amongst you. Hey, look, check this out. Mm-hmm. I am holding up um, some cups from a company that says, uh, well, it says recycle with paper on it. But actually, yes. let me tell you, they're called Butterfly. Uh, uh-huh. That's recyclable, not biodegradable. Uh, no, they're both actually, mate. Um, they're recyclable and biodegradable because they're made by this new Finnish factory out in in 
actually Finland, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where yeah. most Finnish factories are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and uh, so I had a long conversation. This is an Irish company, uh-huh. um, and it's, it's 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 a non sequitur, but it but it's going to be relevant mm-hmm. because um, like we wrote a story. Wow. Huh? Non sequitur. So I'm sorry. I'm just uh, overwhelmed. Well, by, by, am I throwing around too many sesquipedalians? Wow. Ooh, go look that one up, pal, whilst I'm God. talking. Um, so so <laughs> the, uh, the point was, is that this has no plastic on the inside. Like it's a paper coffee cup mm-hmm. with no plastic and it doesn't leak. And how do they do that? Well, I actually had, didn't know. I had to go look it up and we wrote a story on it. And then we got some elements of the story wrong. I actually ran it by her first. She said, no, no, you, you, you've not understood some of the nuances. So we went backwards and forwards a couple of times until we got it right before we published it. And I learned a lot about recycling. And in there, she's like, well, you know, there's biodegradable, um, but it depends upon if you want to have something that is, is, is actually registered as biodegradable, it's got to be biodegradable in X number of days under X certain conditions. 20 days, 28 days uh, 70% mineralization. Oh my God, it's like, you know this stuff. I actually um, work in that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. that's, well, I didn't know any of this. You didn't tell me any of this before. Where were you when I needed you? So it also depends on, she said, like it depends upon the weather and the hot mm-hmm. temperatures and cold temperatures. And well, it depends, depends on what, what what's the cup degrading. being used for. Mm-hmm. Um, is it soaked something up? Uh, what yeah. can it be used for afterwards? Can it be, you know, recycled into uh, second grade paper, first grade paper? But there's a ton of stuff I learned about it. So it's not just a case like, like idiot me that thought, is it recyclable? Yes or no. Those are the options. It's actually, is it recyclable by how widely recyclable? Like, does it have to go, does it have to drive 200 miles to a special recycling center mm-hmm. to, to be recycled? Can it be recycled easily locally? Is it biodegradable? Uh, is it biodegradable? Um, and there's ways that you can um, like compost something with a special machine. Compost- and then other things. Careful because compostable is actually a different thing. I know. This is what I learned. So it uh-huh. can be compostable, but that means for a lot of company, it means that uh, um, for a lot of compostable items, it means it has to go into a special facility yes. to be composted. Whereas mm-hmm. this is compostable. If you throw it into your garden, it will, it will, it will biodegrade in a certain period. Mm-hmm. Of time. Anyway, so all of this comes back, coming back to the Nespresso capsules. You can't just be, it's not as simple as saying, is this, you know, recyclable? is how widely recyclable, yeah. how many people actually go through the effort of recycling, how easy is it to get it into the hands of a recycler, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and how much energy is used in the recycling. Exactly. I mean, it just goes on and on, right? Where does yeah. it all end? It's a, but, it's a, very, it's a very big concept. <laughs> big concept. But what I would say is this, it's not as bad. It seems to me on the, on the research I've done so far, mm-hmm. that it's not as bad as the naysayers are making out Exactly. I I totally agree with you. Also, you have to consider another thing as well. Consider the scale of things. Now, we like our coffees from uh, small farmholders roasted in the UK locally by local roasters, which are small roasters. Now, if a small roaster will, they are artists and we love them and we love what they do. So, yeah, God bless the roasters. Love the roasters. Don't get me wrong on these but they have a higher environmental impact than a large roastery because a large roastery will do everything in large scale. So they will have drums uh, with, uh, I don't know, hundreds of kilos of coffee roasting instead of doing 20 kilos at most right? every time. So the amount of energy that is wasted is less because they mm-hmm. will roast large batches. And that can bring down the costs, brings, if, uh, sorry, uh, improves the efficiency and reduces the emissions, reduces the carbon footprint of the whole thing. Right. And when, when people, for example, uh, it's the same difference between um, the, the organic farming and uh, large-scale farming is the same thing. Organic farming is not environmentally friendly mm-hmm. because the yield is lower and at the same in the same way roasting a large batch of coffee is more environmentally friendly than 
roasting small, small batches. Well, I'm just going to pick up on something there because you say um, you're talking about yields and things. It's really mm-hmm. fascinating. Uh, I'm looking into, this, especially on the cocoa side of our business, the you know organic uh, farming, how you can increase yield because it's actually directly tied. Same thing with coffee. It's directly mm-hmm. tied to uh, farmers' lives because if you can improve a yield um, without massively improving the, the cost, just mm-hmm. through maybe better practices or timing of fertiliz- fertilization, things like that, yep. then um, it, uh, it improves the yield. That means the farmer actually gets more without having to, you know, he's not having to have more land. He's getting more from the land and mm-hmm. the natural resources that he's got, which means yeah. he gets paid more, which means it's obviously much better for the farmer and, and helps solve that, that problem. Yeah. And one of the things I was quite interested to see in the Nespresso, because this is an Nespresso podcast today, yes. uh, one of the things I was interested to see when they talk about recycling is they don't just recycle the, mm-hmm. um, the material, the outside material, they recycle a coffee. And coffee is a great That's why they taste so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that you've had that coffee three or four times before, my friend. Uh, it's the same. No, now they recycle it into 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 fertilizer and things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, use every part of it. Use every part of it. Yeah. Listen, Max, we're running out of time. We're going to run it up. Um, so yeah. it actually was a bit longer than than we I I thought it was going to be. I don't know how long it was, but but my. Yeah, but I think it was packed. It was. I think this time we yeah. we really kept it packed. So what we're going to do is uh so for everybody who's interested in doing this they'll be again in the show notes yes. giveaway show notes or on the thingy on the underneath the youtube video there will be a link to a uh, page you can go to and just literally just enter follow the instructions very simple put your email in. you all you have to do is actually put your email address in and you're entered if you want to increase your chances of winning it um i think there's a couple of different ways you can do that by liking us because we like to be liked and then mm-hmm. uh stuff like that um and then well, i think we'll announce I think it's running for a couple of weeks uh, and we'll ship it to you for free as well. So there'll be no costs involved. You just get the thing, you know, so happy yeah, that's days. Nice. And uh, Max, you can't enter uh, before you ask. Um, so you're banned from entering. Uh, and I would also say, I would also say, actually what we're going to do is we're going to end this podcast, but we're going to have a little chat afterwards um, about a couple other things. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, what's actually gone on this last week. And so anybody who wants to stay on, they can stay on for that. Um, but for the rest of it, uh, we'll end the podcast here and I will see you next week. Yeah. And I actually, I'm going to do a little bit of a teaser for next week. I don't even know what it, ah, <laughs> you see, you bought, you see, you bought the present. My wife, the, the Christmas gift. And she's an absolute star. That's fantastic looking. It looks better in, it looks better in. It's uh, amazing. It is amazing. Uh, by the way, I'm holding a hand grinder. Yeah, this is the hand grinder. That, is this, this is actually the one that I, I would say that I recommended on our Christmas guide. Yeah. Gift guide. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. am thoroughly impressed. So I will have lots to say. Wow. Wow. When Can I borrow it? My brain actually hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Imagine if you were me. <laughs> you know, you're the scientist. You're the smart one. I don't know. There's something said to be to be said actually about not being very smart. Uh, I think this is uh, this is this is actually the clue to being a, having living a happy life is just not to think about stuff. My cat's yeah. not very smart, and it doesn't seem to doesn't seem to trouble her at all. Yeah, the smart ones always suffer. So what I wanted to actually say was a couple of things. So first of all, I'm going to be reviewing these. Um, yeah. First, I'm going to work out how to open them. <laughs> then that'll take it me takes, a week. It takes a degree uh, just to. Open then in the it. next week, I'll work out how to close it, uh, and then we'll take it from there. So and then the second, what is it? What is it? What is it? How does it look? I don't, I don't quite understand. Oh, it's an interesting it's design. Cup. It's an interesting design. So I'm opening this up, uh, and so the people who are listening, camera? people are listening. Just close your eyes and imagine. Close your eyes. Close your eyes and imagine uh, a pot noodle. Uh, mm-hmm. No, it's not a pot noodle. It's a what do you want to call it? It's like um, when you go to the Chinese noodles. takeaway. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. And you get yeah, the yeah. rice, and you get your you'll get your uh, you'll get your fried rice, fried rice. Uh, I can't do the Chinese accent. Nope. I can't actually do the Chinese <laughs> accent. My wife's Chinese, but I, I get I'm frightened of doing it in case she hears me. <laughs> um, and but it's inside. You've, uh-huh. There's like these layers upon layers. So it's not. It looks like you have one inside another still, but it's not. 
I don't know. I don't know if I should. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure that is one inside another. And it's got close one, close one. Press here, press here, press here. Close this is two. Self-destruct. Anyway, it closes into kind of a lid whereby uh-huh. the idea is that um, it doesn't just uh, hold your coffee uh, in a way that doesn't leak after an hour or so mm-hmm. um, and uses no plastic. Um, and again, uh, just to, to pimp out our website, we did an article. There was a studies done in India which showed that if you're drinking coffee or whatever it is from a cup that's got a, a slight plastic coating on it, mm-hmm. that the micro particles of the plastic, some of them come off in the coffee and you ingest them and they can be carcinogenic, i.e. gives you cancer. Well, I mean, what doesn't give you cancer? Having fun gives you cancer. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's not good for you. Who wants to be drinking bits of plastic, right? And who wants to have plastic in their cups? So this is the idea behind this is that it's, there's no plastic on the inside and it doesn't leak. However, the next part of the problem, the next part of the problem is, but you still got a, a lid. The lid's made of plastic. And then the problem double that is you still got a straw, depending upon what you're drinking. And the straw is made of plastic, unless it's a paper straw. And I've used paper straws. And you know, the problem terrible. with them is they're terrible and they go soggy. And then, <laughs> then you literally just end up, what happens? They collapse upon themselves and they don't yeah. last very long. And they taste of. They paper. taste papery. I mean, they're all right. Um, one, actually, one, uh, one, one uh, test that I would like you to do is okay. um, if, you could, um, if you could try one with just hot water and see if it tastes of anything. Mm. If, uh, mm. if you get flavor out of it. Oh, that's Because really coffee snobs idea. would say, well, I, I don't, I don't want to use that as a cup to go because, well, first of all, it wouldn't hold the temperature very well. Uh-huh. And I, can, I can agree with that, but still, you have a window to drink your coffee anyway. Yeah. And um, what the paper tastes like. Because Look, as far the paper as I'm might give off. That's a really good idea. It's a really good idea. It's a really good idea. Uh, it's such a good idea. I'm going to pretend I had it. And <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, uh, uh, so the other, th- yeah, I, I had lots of problems with straws um, when I'd had my cafe because if I had plastic straws, people would come in and they would slate me on social media saying, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're killing the environment. You obviously don't care about the world. Why don't you just go out and kill babies? You know, stuff like that. Um, but if you had paper straws, other people would complain and just go, you know, I took my drink, I walked 20 meters, I took a sip and I couldn't get anything through. It's usually with juices with the problems, more yeah. than coffees, obviously. But, and, but also, and who drinks coffee through a straw? I bet you there's somebody. Yes. But no, I, no one, I, I don't know any, but no. But, I heard but, it as it was coming out. Uh, yeah. You'd get, you'd get like iced coffee. Uh, they drink through a straw. So, uh, so you get people complaining either way. You just literally couldn't win. So this has a lid that mm-hmm. turns into a spout that you... Oh, that's brilliant. It actually is not a bad idea. So basically, you you in one item, you get Mm -hmm. rid of the lid, you get rid of the straw, you get rid of the plastic. And if it works, you know, you basically got a stackable uh um we call them cups. Now, what was the Mm -hmm. word I'm looking for? (laughs) Uh the the different kind of codes. You you got you you got one item. It's one of the key things when you're running a cafe is you don't want like lots and lots of different items. You want to say, okay, I've got my cups here, I've got my lids over here, I've got my straws over here. And you've got to imagine, have I have I got enough lids for the cups? Have I got enough straws for the things? Just a pain in the ass. Whereas this way you just have what skew, the skew. Uh you got one product code, one product do mm-hmm. I have enough of them? Yes, no. How many have I got? I've got 500. That's all right. You know, whatever. Job done. I see. Yeah, that, that actually does make a lot of sense. <clears throat> yeah. By the way. Yes, sir. A little bit of, um, a little bit of uh, nerdiness. Nerdiness. Okay. <laughs> a little bit of nerdiness. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the main issues with people, uh, people wanting a straw is that uh, otherwise uh-huh. the ice hits their, their mouth and they can't drink through the, the thing. There are two ways of doing it, mm. of getting around it. First of all, no ice. Or use deuterated water, heavy water, and it will, the ice will sink. That is pretty nerdy. Yes. It will also be a, a lot uh, uh, per, per, um, per any ice cube, really, like mm-hmm. probably more than a coffee, more, more mm-hmm. than an iced coffee. But hey, 
Mm. It will it will sink. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was all looking into, I got into ice technology when I was running the cafe because we really wanted, I wanted clear ice cubes. Like there's loads of ways of trying to make clear ice cubes to suck the oxygen out. Um, that's the key, that's the key thing. But anyway, so we're moving on, we're, we're digressing a little bit. So we're going to, I'm pretty excited about this giveaway thing. I've got this new technology to do it. And Ooh, uh, interesting. yeah, I, I, I fear it's going to break. Um, uh, they need to share us on social media. They need to. We need. Oh, to... We're going to share it on social media. We're going to make. Look, I feel if we're going to make a, if this is, if this thing's going to break and make a fool of myself, uh, that I'm, first of all, I'm going to take you with me, uh, and secondly, okay. <laughs> and secondly, <laughs> and secondly, I'm going to make the biggest fool of myself. A bit like when I rode that motorbike last week. Did I tell you about my motorbike accident? No. Almost. No. Ah, yeah, yeah. I took my motorbike for the MOT. I got a big. You know, it's a heavy thousand cc Triumph Tiger, mm -hmm. and I took it for his MOT, and it came out, came out from the MOT, and the guy said, uh, as he used to, Phil said to me, uh, drive safely because it's raining, it was heavy rain. Like there was pretty much the one day this week that it really, really heavily rained was the yeah. day I had to take my bike for the MOT. Every other day has been all right. Uh, so I'm going around the corner. So literally, I'm 50 yards down the road, and because he's in this um, workshop behind a coach station. So mm -hmm. you kind of have to go around through a parking lot with all the coaches and the coach drivers sitting there. And as I came around the parking lot and I'm up there, there's the center line, which I have to cross the center line of the parking lot and mm -hmm. it dips in and there's puddles everywhere. And I thought to myself, better look for a dry spot. And then I thought, Nick, you wimp, you're riding an adventure motorbike. Yeah. Go through the puddle. Damn it. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, you're not going around the world. You're not going across mountains in, in Peru. You're yeah, just going to go puddle, through you, a puddle. You can manage. Yeah. You can manage a puddle. One would think. So <laughs> you would have thought. So I went through the puddle. My front wheel just <laughs> went out from me. Right. Because <laughs> whilst I was riding an adventure motorcycle, I did not have adventure tires. <laughs> On my <laughs> oh, oops. And so my front tire just slid along. So the bike goes over on about 45 degrees. I put my foot down. I'm ready to come off. I've come off enough motorbikes to not get worried about coming off unless uh -huh. I'm doing, you know, three digit numbers or something. Uh -huh. so I'm going to come off, but I don't come off because the front wheel suddenly unexpectedly bites, hits a bit of dry something, bites. Uh -huh. But now that's the when your testicles wheel, got. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's, when <the> testicles get <laughs> that's when you're clenching up and the rewheel the rewheel starts spinning around so i'm doing donuts 360 degree donuts <laughs> and i think as everyone's watching me all the coach drivers are eating their sandwiches and they're watching me with some you know like placid amusement obviously nothing nothing stirs these people they didn't look you know they didn't look like that you know they were you know anxious in any way <laughs> for me and I'm doing 360s like this on my, with my rear wheel, trying to get my bike up. And I'm thinking, I could play this and look cool, right? I could play this. I can turn this and I could, you know, I could, I could actually not look like the idiot that I am. Mm -hmm. I could come out of this looking good. Yeah. And so I, I spun it around one more time to the point where I was facing the gates and then put on the brakes so that I was, you know, facing forward. And then I realized the problem was the bike was still at 45 degrees and yeah. <laughs> weighs about 250 kilos. And I had one foot on the ground, one foot on the saddle. And, uh, and I was holding the bike, these 250 kilos with my one leg on the ground. And I had, it was that, it's that point of balance <laughs> where you're, you're, you're strong enough that you can hold it, but not so strong that you can push it back up. Uh -huh. so I just stayed there <laughs> and, and, you know, inside my, inside my, all my gear, you couldn't see the quantity of trembling that was going on as my mind fought for, you cannot drop this bike. They're all watching you. Don't look like a complete idiot. Right. Whereas my body just said, Nick, you've done this before. Cause I actually did do something like this before and tried to pick <laughs> up the bike when I, I was trying to impress a girl jumped off too quickly and, and the bike fell over and I grabbed it and I tore a, a calf muscle and had to go to hospital. It was really not the best way to, uh, to impress this girl. And so I thought, Nick, you've been here before. The smart thing to do is just let the bike down. But my brain said, my ego said, don't let that bike go down, Nick. You were looking cool. Don't ruin it now. Don't blow it. 
So uh-huh. I struggled there at this, at this equilibrium point. It could have gone either way. At that point, a couple of guys started running over to come and help me. Uh, and I realized the game was lost. I was no longer cool. Um, but I did manage to get it back up on my own. I gave them the thumbs up and then kind of limped away. <laughs> and inside your helmet, you went like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was just actually just very pleased that I hadn't, uh, I hadn't ripped anything once again. <laughs> um, so, hey, listen, Nixon, uh, we've got, we're going to do the Nespresso giveaway. That's really great. Uh, yep. Next week, we're going to talk about your grinder. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I wanted to tell you that uh, I've signed up to the Carvetti uh, thing. I'm going to get you signed up to it as well. So this right. is a Carvetti. I think once or twice a month they do these. Um, they do these. They send out the coffee, and we do mm-hmm. cupping sessions, tasting sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, but they do it in. They they grind. They pre grind it, and there's like a, a Discord. You know what Discord is? Yes. There's a Discord. It. There's a di- yeah, okay. There's a Discord uh, server Somewhere. where they've got. Uh, I used to have it at least. Yeah, you know, it doesn't really matter. You can get back on there again. Uh, so we're going to get. We'll maybe talk a little bit about that if uh, if that comes up. Get that through in time. Mm-hmm. That's it, really. Oh, and then Christmas is coming in uh, three weeks, two weeks. Yeah, ten days. Awesome. Ten, ten, thirteen days, two weeks. Wow. I have no idea. <laughs> have you Have you done your shopping? Yeah. Well, I know your wife's got you. That's not the same. Have you got anything for her? Have you done your shopping? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> okay, awesome. All right, my buddy. Let's finish it there. All right. Thanks, Max. I'll see you next week. No worries. Thank you.